You are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at geeksradio.com, home of Trek Off, the Not Safe for Work Star Trek podcast, Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture, Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper, Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy, and Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to Geeks radio.com or searching geeks radio on itunes geeks radio is a presentation of Endlight entertainment warning the episode you're about to listen to has lots and lots of harsh language so listener discretion is advised it's time for trek off a two-handed kirk punch to your nuts welcome to trek off i really thought that we were gonna be so okay so from your point of view i guess from your point of view uh noble listeners it's been <laughs> 10 days um uh we we our intention was to was to click off the last episode and jump right in the next first of all happy holidays happy holiday hope you had a great thanksgiving yes um um i i had a wonderful thanksgiving i ate a lot of food and saw that family member um <laughs> <laughs> can you believe can you believe that that sports team won that event? And then that large news event happened that was either politically or not poli- politically motivated. That was incredible. And that thing that happened in that other country, that, wow, that was amazing. I couldn't believe that shit. And you know that celebrity that did that thing oh. that just came out? Oh, I know. That I was know, huge. right? It was so huge. huge. So clearly we're recording this just moments after the last one. It's not Thanksgiving yet when we're recording this. But let's pretend it is. Happy December, everybody. December's a great month. You know why? Why? Uh, well, there's Christmas, but then, but then you don't know the other reason why. Deck my balls. Wow, <laughs> I would like to submit. Wow. So we were gonna come right back on. No, I'm serious. Oh. You don't know what else December is because that's disappointing to me. December. <laughs> what? No, no, no. It's it's fun. Okay. Never mind. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would also like to submit. You are a dick <laughs> for not knowing when my birthday is. Oh, happy birthday. It's like preemptive. <laughs> like so clearly it's sometime in the month of December. Happy birthday. Let's sing everybody. <laughs> Wherever you are, I want you to stop what you're doing as you're listening. Especially if you're listening on headphones right now. Here we go. Ha- you better sing along with me. And I I am not singing happy birthday to No, myself. no, but I, I'm not I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to our friend who's oh, listening right okay. now. You. You, sir or madam, who are listening. <laughs> In your headphones, especially if there are people around you. Oh, please sing out loud. Please sing along and then, <laughs> and then send us a picture of yourself. <laughs> or video of people's reactions. And then if you send the picture of yourself, you can't tell anybody you sent the picture because as we've just discussed, that's against the rules. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alexia. Fuck you. (laughs) I know. I love it. (laughs) Happy birthday to you, Alex. Sometimes I don't even know why I'm present with you. (laughs) It's moments like this. And earlier with the pizza. Mm. When I was trying to tell a story to your lovely wife. So. And you fuck everything up. Except I, except I jump in on the don't call her Alexia because it's gonna drive people drive her nuts bandwagon. Like if, if I'm talking to Danny Ross and go, well you could call Alexia. I go Alexia, 
as if I'm you, as if I'm like your your proxy. And he, look, <laughs> he looks at me and he goes, fucking dude, who cares? Why are you bringing it up? Are you her? I'm like, <laughs> suddenly I'm like, oh. But I do that thing. I just did it to you. Or we had a, so we were going to get off the, um, you're hearing me chew. I'm sorry. We were going to get um, off the last episode, get a slice of pizza, come back down and record. And instead we talk for like an hour and a half, which means you get probably eventually at some point, you'll have to go like 20 days without a trick off because we did that. Um, <laughs> Alexi is sorry, but she just wouldn't get off my dick about something. Um, wow. I like it was my fault. I'm just trying to be helpful. Um, so, but I did it to her too. At, at one point she said, I don't think it's irreparable. I just looked at her and I went irreparable. <laughs> didn't i did i you not did, do, that? You did do that and i'm the same one who he's goes right it's irreparable um and 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 again if somebody if somebody goes 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 yeah i i i, I need i need to have less french fries and the very first guy I'd go fewer <laughs> it's fucking fewer less fewer. You, you can't have less of a number you have fewer of a number you have less of of an immeasurable amount you have less water. You have fewer fries. There's there's less dirt. There are fewer grains of dirt. There's there's. Wow. Yeah. Riveting. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Does it not drive anyone else nuts? I know it drives me nuts too. But in my defense, I am inebriated. Yeah, I saw. I so the other thing I've been doing constantly in the last like hour is just occasionally I'll see you drinking. I'm going. You gonna be okay? You gonna be all right there? You gonna be all right there? You gonna be all right. Everything like, gonna be good? And, and, I, and I what I find interesting about that is the fact that. One, can you tell I'm them by huge. the way? Can you? B, <laughs> I- <laughs> Delta. <laughs> I am also. I had like a lot of food. So and and, and, and what's another the one B and Coke? I'm um <laughs> the tertiary reason is, <laughs> is that I can you I'm tell also everybody Greek. how can you tell everybody how I'm drinking my vodka? No, please, <laughs> please, because it's awesome. Because he's a girl. He is drinking it. Wait for it. <laughs> Wait for it. He's in. First, we have to start with the glass. And by glass, I mean a NASA cup. And by cup, I mean a mug. Um, and then and then we put the vodka in it. What kind of vodka? The Wait for it. Wait for it. Whipped cream vodka. Wow. Like a girl. Uh, hey. With ice. Because it needs to be chilled. And then he's drinking out of a straw. A straw. What kind of a straw, you ask? Some kind of candy. It wants, it's a red vine. It's, it wants to be a Twizzler. No, it doesn't. Hold on, hold on. It wants to be a fucking Twizzler. It wishes it was a Twizzler. It cries itself to fucking sleep at night wanting to be a Twizzler. I think red vines predate Twizzlers. Then they're lame. I don't know what else to tell you. I don't believe that to be true. Yeah. I, I, I would submit that, that they want to be Twizzlers. So... That being said, there's lots lots of stuff because we last episode went really fast and 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 like we got through some stuff. Um, but there's stuff we and didn't. we even talked about Star Trek. I think a lot. But I feel like it happened. There is an elephant in the room we did not discuss. Oh, I know, right? This is the biggest geek news, like Huge. ever. And and because we're 20 days later, you know, and because we're recording ahead of time, it's even further in the past that this is news. But I still think it it's bears discussion. It's still pretty much fucking news, though. Um, and it will be because we'll be hearing a lot about this. Hey, did you hear? <laughs> no, I didn't. That Disney <laughs> bought Lucasfilm? I I don't even know what to do with that, truthfully. Well, what are your... Are, so so let me... I'll, ta- I'll talk at the end about my reactions, but lead me through the day you found out. Lead me through your initial response to hearing Disney bought Lucasfilm. 
yay or nay, your very first gut reaction. I don't know about yay or nay. Like, I don't know that I had a gut reaction in that respect. Like, we're just, like, laying in bed. And I think that Mr. A was, like, Facebooking and saw something. He was like, oh, my God. Like, I was like, what? Like, because I thought something was, like, wrong. And he was like, Lucas just sold out to Disney. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I, like, I heard those words and I was like, what did he do? Did he, like, did he sign on for some Disney movie? Like, was he selling out? Like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, I took it to mean something else. And he was like, 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 sold, like, he sold all of it to Disney. I'm like, all of what? Like, what are you fucking talking about? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, all of it. All of the Star Wars. All of the shit that he owns. All that Lucas owns is now Disney's. And I was like, can they do that? Like, I was like, what the fuck? I feel like I'm in the fucking Twilight Zone. What do you mean? And he's like, and they're doing another Star Wars movie. I was like, what? Another Star Wars trilogy. Yes, I'm sorry, trilogy. Which is not a movie. No, it's so three. Three movies and maybe more. I don't even... It's, it occurred to me, like, a gut reaction, I suppose, is, like, blasphemy. You know? Like, and, like, Disney needs to stop owning everything. Now, and I love Disney. Let's let's be clear. I fucking love Disney. Happy endings abound. I'm all over that shit. But I don't know that everything should be owned by Disney. I don't know that we shouldn't have variety. <laughs> like, variety is the spice of life. Does so. Disney owning everything eliminate variety does the does, i think so does yeah. the corporate ownership of a thing eliminate the variety of that thing yes because the buck stops somewhere you know and if it's all stopping in the same place and there's a culture or there's a you know a way of doing things that becomes standard amongst all of those things then shit changes and by changes i mean it stays the same amongst all of those things except that disney is very careful about its shit I mean, that's the thing that did give me hope. No, I, I don't want to argue it with you because I, I have my own thoughts and my thoughts were not that dissimilar from yours when I first heard. But but so what are your thoughts? So tell me your thought process up till now. How, has your impression changed or do you still feel pretty much the same? I mean, I still am pretty worried about that. Like, I don't even. I guess there's a part of me that just feels like Star Wars, like just just stop. Like, leave it alone because I don't want you to fuck it up anymore. You know? Like, I really felt like the first ones and realized we're talking about someone who loves a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm really not that hard to please. And I felt like there were so many things wrong with the prequels. Like, and I didn't even hate Jar Jar Binks. Like, I'm not one of those people that's like, fucking well, Jar Jar Binks. But I do. It Except, except now that I have young kids, that's. Well, but see, favorite. I'm five, so it doesn't matter to me, right? I wasn't like fucking Jar Jar Binks. What the hell is that? Like, it doesn't anger me the same way that it angered other people. But I get that. Like, I don't go. Why wouldn't you like Jar Jar? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like crazed in that way. But like, I just I don't feel like. Given the choice, I would never, ever, 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 ever choose to watch the first three you know, instead of the original Star Wars, any of them. Like, there, that would never, ever happen. So you will never watch the first three movies? You'll never watch episodes one through three? I've, I've seen them, and I haven't seen them since. Okay. I've thought about making myself watch them for completionistness, 
this is totally a word now. That's awesome. Um, like just, but but that's what happened. Like, because I remember this actually happening. I got like the the uber cool, awesome Blu-ray. Everything. Oh, it's so good. The extra features on that is awesome. Like, I got that shit, and I was like, okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna watch all of them in the order that they're supposed to be. Right? I was like, I'm gonna do this shit. Do you know what actually happened? You got halfway through episode one, just turned on Star Wars and watched the... I didn't even get... Like, I didn't even get into the player. Like, I was, like, holding the thing in my hand. I'm like, I'm gonna do this thing. I'm gonna do it. And I was like, but I could just start with A New Hope. Like, and then, like, and, and that was all it took for me to be decided to not do that. Okay. So, like, I feel like there's still gonna be some time when I'm hopefully gonna be able to convince myself to watch them again. But, like, I just... It's so difficult because it's so not that compelling to me. And the prequels um, have a large, a lot to do with how I feel about the new one. But okay, go on. Well, so that's why I'm concerned, right? Like, I was so excited when they came out. So excited. I was one of those jokers standing in the line, fucking geeking out all over the place, being so happy. And being like, I'm part of a new thing. It's like a revolution. It's a new Star Wars. Were you that excited when episode three came out? No. Hmm. Like, not anymore. Like, I was, I still did it. I was still there. I was still at the midnight release thing. I still, you know what I mean? I still went through the motions. And it was fun because it was a good one. That was a good, episode three was okay. I mean, there were things there that were shocking, I felt like. And hey, would you like to hear more of my thoughts on Star Wars episodes one through six? You can go over to popoffpodcast.com <laughs> or go to geeksradio.com where Garrett and RJ do Hollywood's co-host RJ and I discuss in detail all of the Star Wars movies. Wow. So go listen there do that shit. for that. Go on, geeksradio.com. Go on. <laughs> so yeah, I I I went through the motions, but I wasn't excited anymore like I was I realized at that point it was over you know so I guess that's where my fear stems from like and like I said I like Disney and I like Disney movies and I feel like they put out quality films I just watched Brave and it was awesome but like which is which is outside of Cars the worst of the Pixar films and it's still great and even Cars well, Cars 2 is terrible, but but Cars oh, I 1... I enjoyed it. I want to watch Planes. I'm excited for it. Cars 2, you enjoyed? I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you you recognize it wasn't good. You're like, but you enjoyed it anyway. <laughs> or at least it wasn't up to snuff. It wasn't... You can't put it next to Up and Wally and Finding Nemo and the Toy Story movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, and agreed. Monsters Incorporated yeah, yeah, and yeah. everything Have else. you seen that, though, by the way? What? There's a new one. Com- there's a new uh, Monster Academy. Yeah, Monsters University. Monsters University. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. That looks really funny. So, here's my thought. Um, uh, a friend of mine who is a, um, a film director of note, a film director who made a film that everybody here has seen, um, and you know who I'm talking about. Um, I do. Commented on my Facebook when I was all excited about the, about the, the, you know, the new Star Wars movies they're going to be making, said, for good or bad, Star Wars is George. Take George out, and it's not Star Wars anymore. Hmm. And I really thought about that. I really, really thought about that. And as much as I hate to disagree with this guy, I disagree. Really? You think it's grown beyond George at this point? 
I think it's grown to the point where it needs to grow beyond George at this point. Okay. Hear me out. Couple things. One. Um, I love all the films, even the shitty ones. And I was going to talk about this. I guess I'll interject. I'm going to get back to Star Wars in about four minutes, but I'm going to say something really quick about a movie that my wife went to go see tonight. Uh, my wife, uh, again, recording this a few days before you guys have heard or hearing this. My wife just went to go to the opening night of Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. Um, That's a classy film. I'm sure of it. Um uh, and a film that has only slightly fewer words than Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. This is <laughs> The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2. That's a lot of words. It's a lot, yeah. Um, here's the thing. As a Star Trek fan, we talked last time about the problems with Enterprise. And let's be clear. We admit Enterprise had problems and could be mediocre. No, it's not mediocre, though. All right. By comparison to Star Trek in, in its prime, it is it is a step down from Next Gen. It's a step down from the original series. So is Voyager. Okay, but Voyager more so. So fine, whatever. You and I <laughs> are loyal fans of a stigmatized series that the general public likes to roll their eyes at us for being fans of, because despite how good it may have ever been at one point. It's a little weird. Sometimes it's a little cheap. Sometimes it's a little cheesy. And at, by the time Enterprise was on, it could even be not very good sometimes. And yet I wrote a letter writing campaign to keep Enterprise on the air. <laughs> so as much as I want to bust on the Twihards who love going to see their franchise picture that is cheesy, a little cheap. Sometimes badly acted. Mostly badly acted, unfortunately. Um, uh, That's my biggest complaint. And, and they're a fan of it anyway because it's a world they like to hang out in. I can't, st- I can't get on there. I can't get on their ass too bad about it because I've been there. Yeah. You know, when, when Archer was fighting shitty looking Nazi aliens in the past and they were just deciding that they were going okay we're not going to follow this future war storyline anymore and people were going wow people are clicking off enterprise in droves that was a great episode by the way and you are one of one person that thinks that um the whatever that shit was compelling i don't want to argue about it my 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 point is my point is is that is that i get where she's coming from even though i can't look at the same movie she does and enjoy it sure um, Star Wars episode two and even episode one and episode three for some people are like that as well. I get that Hayden Christensen is not doing the job. <laughs> um, I get that time after time after time I'll be into Star Wars episode two. And when Shmi Skywalker is having her death scene, I'm into it. I'm like, this is wow. Anakin's actually doing a pretty good job acting and, and, and the music's really good. It's really compelling. And, oh, it's, it's Oh, oh, boy, no, she's going to die. And then all of a sudden her head goes back and she goes, ah. When her head comes back, you might as well stick her tongue out. Or when 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 Vader is upset at something and you're down with his emotion and then he goes, no. Or any one of like 20 giant mistakes made. I get, like the Twilight fans, 
while I'm watching it, I go, this part is shitty. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm watching is not very good. This is not good. But I like being here. I like being in the Star Wars universe. Even when it's boring, (laughs) a boring 20 minutes watching the Senate discuss. Oh, my God. Trade, you know, trade disputes. I know. You know, but I'm there. I'm I'm with it because I'm in the universe. I love being there. Make the movies five hours long. I like being there because I can completely escape from my terrible C-SPAN. I can watch Star Wars <laughs> C-SPAN. Because <laughs> that's more, I, I'll agree with you there. I'd always rather watch that so, than than real C-SPAN. So it's a place I like to go. Um. So that being said, the problems. With Star Wars in the prequels. Is George Lucas, right? Is George. All the good stuff, the story stuff, the world building stuff, evidently for the new movies, the new trilogy, he's laid out in a 40 page treatment where he said, here's the trilogy. Here's what it is. Here's the basic story. Here's the worlds we're building. Here are the characters. Here's what happens. Here's the story. Run with it. And I think that's George doing George's job. Outside of that, I don't think George does a very good job at what he's doing, except maybe, except maybe is like a, a, a an art director. Like he chooses pretty shots. Yeah, he chooses pretty stuff. He has, but his ideas are not his. He's got an army of people who come up with things. And he goes, yes, no, yes, no, yeah. So that's when I say he's an art but director. But that's, but he had, but yeah. But given that, there's value there. Yeah, certainly, certainly, in terms of the visuals, although. Do we really want Star Wars for the visuals? Empire is my favorite. And while the visuals are astounding, the visuals in Empire are infinitely inferior to anything in the prequels. The prequels have infinitely better visuals and can be boring to some people as as fuck all. So so Empire, which half that movie is sitting around in a cockpit yelling at each other. And you know what? You're into it because the characters and the story and the in the interplay and the wordplay that was written by Lawrence Kasdan and directed by Irvin Kirshner. Okay. I get I get what you're saying. Like so, he's vision guy. He's he's world guy. He's he's big overview guy. Yeah. And, and for and the new trilogy, he's done that, that. part. Mm-hmm. So then the minutia goes to somebody else. Not even the minutia, but the 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 main stuff. Like he's like the characters, the I mean, what do you mean by main stuff? He said who the characters are, but I don't want him to say what the characters say. Okay. Because if he says what the characters say, they're going to say, I hate sand. It's Stop. coarse Stop. and rough. Stop. It gets everywhere. <laughs> see, this is why. And this is I, I can see where you're going with this, because like this is why like Mr. is always encouraging me to write. And I'm like, ah, it's not my thing. Like I'm idea person. Like you want an idea for something. I absolutely think I got that. Like, I have the imagination for that. I could come up with an interesting place or world or circumstances or story. But you want them to talk? Fuck that. I will screw it up every time. Like, I would have no idea what they should say to each other. I could tell you what they should be feeling when they say it. But, like, what those actual words are to make them, like, compelling and interesting and and good. And I could tweak somebody else's, maybe. Like, if somebody else gave me a bunch of words, then I'd be like, eh, more this, more that. Maybe. You know what I mean? And maybe well, okay. that's what George's thing is. Maybe that's well. His and George, place. George has this woman. I think her last name's Kennedy. Who's 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 gonna be his his successor, his heir apparent person in charge of the Lucasfilm section of Disney, and she's gonna be the one. His Rick Berman, for lack of a better 
explanation. <laughs> um, um, and then the other thing you have is you have, you know, person after person after person who grew up, you know, all these artisans grew up wanting for the chance to work on Star Wars. Oh, I'm sure. You know, and and Disney, who's so protective of their brands, you know, and, and protective of their movies. Yes, they do put out shit sometimes. Absolutely. They, everybody does. Everybody does. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I just saw Wreck-It Ralph and I felt like while it was good, it could have been so much more special. Really? Because I really want to see it. It's good. No, it's not bad. It's not bad, but it's not Pixar. You know, it's not, it's, mm. it's not, it doesn't, I felt like it could, it doesn't hit the nostalgia points as much as it could. It's just standard fare, which is fine. It's good. Nothing wrong with it. It's fine. It's popcorn. But, but it didn't hit the nostalgia points as much. And it also wasn't very meaningful. And it was just, you know, it was about the level of Tangled. Oh, but I liked Tangled. I liked Tangled. Sure. A lot. So did I. It was great. It was fine. Um, so... That being said, Disney's done a good job setting up their subsidiary companies to put out excellent shit. So Disney owns Miramax. Miramax tends to put out quality shit. Disney owns Marvel. Yeah. Marvel has put out quality shit. Disney owns Pixar. But Pixar is really run by John Lasseter. You know, and my I guess that's my point is that is that Disney kind of goes, make it quality. And we'll take our hands off. Huh. You do what you're going to do. And we'll help you guard it. And we'll give you the resources. So I think now you have a whole slew of people who want to work on Star Wars. And in the Disney stable, there are tons. I want, you know, they already have the guy. So the guy who's writing the screenplay is the guy who wrote Little Miss Sunshine. Which I think is perfect. Think of the dialogue in that film. Think of the repartee. It's exactly yeah. what they do with Empire. Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote uh, Empire, wrote The Big Chill. It's like it's it's the same thing. They're, they went for a character writer. Uh huh. Um, yeah, and, because if you've got enough story, big set piece, action moments, yeah. or whatever, then then what you need is the solid characters. So so you know who you get to direct it. Oh, please, Disney, listen if you're listening. Yes, because they're definitely listening. Brad Bird. Who's Brad Bird? directed the incredibles and mission impossible ghost protocol ah okay do you see mission impossible ghost protocol i did what a balls to the fucking wall action film (sighs) that was in terms of just intent look if i want somebody who with a budget can do another version of you know just take from episode three yoda and palpatine throwing the senate at one another that what this guy did with the tom cruise versus the bad guy um, Tom Cruise versus the bad guy on the car thing. See that part? That was the single worst part of that film, in my opinion. Oh, I dug that. I hated it. Why? Because it was too fantastical. It, yeah, it was so ridiculous. But and and like, I think the the level in that like what I like about that series, what I liked about that movie until that point, was the reintroduction of it actually being a team. Okay, but and I loved that, and I thought that was done really well, and I liked the character interplay. And once it became that, and then it was just, and again, this is somebody who is not easy, you know, to to let down. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm along for your ride, and I'm, I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt, and it's for you to fuck up. And I just felt like, really, like it was too long, it was too ridiculous, and it was like. 
I already am expecting this is going to go to the last second, right? Yeah. Like, duh, right? I get the trope. I understand the way this movie works. I've seen a lot of them, and I don't give a flying fuck. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, there are people who are like, oh, it's just the same, 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 same. I know this story. I know what's going to happen next. I frequently, if not always, sure. know what's going to happen next. And I don't care as long as you do it well. And it was like, they took it so far. I was like, oh, God, seriously, dude. Just fucking stop already. Okay, like, but, but all right. Now, introduce that into a sci-fi setting, and it would be much more believable. No and yes. Like, I don't, I didn't like that flavor. It wasn't, the, it wasn't even just the impossibility of it. The impossibility of it is, is fine. Like, in a Bond movie, when he jumps out of a fucking plane and, you know, all this other crazy, wacky shit... I'm fine with it. I've accepted that. And it's Mission Impossible. So I've accepted a certain level of incredulity. What I don't like... Good word. ...is when you, when you push it that far that, like, the bomb gets the fucking missile... Go, spoiler alert. The missile goes off, like, and it's, how do we stop it before it actually explodes? And, oh, we can't because this, this... And, and like, to, like, to the point of ridiculosity. That's a writing thing, though. That's that a, bothers me. That's a writing thing, though. That's a... Um... Okay. No. I mean, but he didn't get a say, not even a little bit. Question, as a director, did he make the action scenes compelling? Except for that one, yes. And I thought that one was the best. But I just felt like there was, because it went on so long, Fine. But I no longer had tension. I wanted it to be over. I wasn't you. entertained anymore. All right, here's the thing. Was there more tension in that worst scene in Mission Impossible 4 than in any of the scenes that you watched in the Star Wars prequels? Like really, mm-hmm. like really, when the Jar Jar folks, when the Gungans are fighting the battle droids, uh. do you care? When they're stri- until Darth Maul yes. comes in, until Darth Maul comes in, it's just, uh, it's just flat, and. But it's I still spectacle. cared. It's, I care. It's, it's spectacle, but it's. But eh. that's what I. Fe- that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I did not like about that scene, is I felt like it was all spectacle. It wasn't about. I care more. When I'm personally invested and who's involved in the spectacle, right? So for me, spectacle is great. I have a great time with spectacle. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love spectacle. And that's also Tom Cruise having to be a superhero Tom Cruise guy. But I want want to be invested in the characters and have the spectacle. That's the winning thing. That's a writing thing, though. But that's that's why if you get the writer of Little Miss Sunshine writing the dialogue on top of the grand story of George Lucas with the acting... And directing chops of Brad Bird, who also directed The Incredibles. And now that movie was great. You know, and in terms of, you know, so we know he can handle scope. We know he can handle tension. We know he can handle the funny little character moments in between the tension. You know, I think you have a winning combination there. You add on top of it artisans who've wanted their whole life to work on a Star Wars movie. So you wouldn't pick Joss Whedon? Not to direct it, no. Interesting. Um. I thought to write it. I thought that Josh. I know you have you just have such a hard on for him. I'm sort of surprised. I'm well. I I had a bit. Well, first of all, it's not possible. So that's the first thing. It's not oh, possible okay. because he's doing Avengers two that's coming out the same summer. Okay. So I know that's. I know directing is not even an option. But what? Let's say that didn't exist. I mean. But it does. So it's not. I I I'm really thinking about my wish list of who will do it. So Spielberg has said he won't. J J Abrams has said he won't. Um. Uh, Doesn't that give you pause, though, that they are unwilling? I think they don't. Well, one, Abrams won't because he's... Abrams says he's too close to it. What does that mean? It means that he 
he cares too much about it that he he would not be able to be objective about his choices ah okay oh that's um, really classy actually um and and spielberg just kind of said no that's george's thing that's not my thing and to be fair spielberg has never really done a rock'em sock'em giant action movie that's true it's not it's not his thing and when he does try that like um more of the worlds it falls flat um you know it's he he wants to get to the drama of the situation and and it's his movies are not fun rollicking good times usually i don't know spielberg necessarily agree with that i mean the most rollicking quote-unquote rollicking good time he's done was like the lost world jurassic park 2 you know the Jurassic Park didn't get you. The dinosaurs didn't start attacking until an hour in. Like he does thrillers and dramas, is what he does. Hmm. And and really sentimental. Maybe I'm not or his, you know what? Hold on. His I, stable. Well oh, I'm sorry. With the exception of the indie films. Okay. Um, which are Lucas films too. So because that's what I I, I I thought that was him. So he I did direct like, those, but how much of those are Lucas and how much of that is you know. I don't know. And and we've seen what Lucas and Spielberg can put out now. So in Indy 4. Um so <laughs> so maybe it's maybe it's good that they keep their you know, keep their stuff separate. Um <laughs> uh who else has expressed um what's his name from um uh fucking um I can't remember his name, the guy uh who directed Iron Man. Um Oh, Brian Singer? Maybe? No, no, yeah. that's not sex He also plays uh, Tony Stark's John Favreau. Oh, Favre. John Favreau. Um, has has expressed interest. Oh, I can um, see that. Because, I mean, there's fanboy there. There, you know, there so is fanboy there. Um, Iron Man 1 is good. Mm-hmm. Iron Man 2 is shit. What? Iron Man 2 is pretty shitty. But I, Did you just fucking call Iron Man 2 shitty? I, Seriously, I, what the fuck is wrong with Iron you? Iron Man 2 had one good scene. Stop hating. It had a good scene. The entire movie seemed thrown together. I'm sorry. It seemed thrown together. What was the one good scene? Oh, the racetrack scene was amazing. The racetrack scene is almost as good as anything in Avengers. The racetrack scene is so taut. It is a taut fucking scene. I will give it to him in that scene. And his ability to direct action and make it look kind of pretty is good. I think, honestly, they felt like... I, 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 know, I mean, I know what the problem was with Iron Man 2. In Iron Man 1, there was a sense of sort of freeform... You know, you could improv around the script. You could sort of, you know, and I felt like that worked so well in Iron Man 1 that they kind of did that the whole time in Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 2 had no weight to it. I didn't feel like there were any stakes at all in Iron Man 2. Um, Hmm. Like, despite good performances, despite, um, oh, what's his name? I'm so bad with names right now because... Don Cheadle? uh, No, no, no. Um... Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Uh, the other, the anti Tony Stark in the movie. The the oh, the bad guy. The bad guy, but the Mickey Rourke. No, no, no. The the smart one, the smart funny one. Oh, Sam Rockwell. Thank you. Yes, I love Sam. Zafod Bieberbrox. Um, yes, I love him. Um, he was amazing in that. He's it, phenomenal. And 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 Did you know one of my favorite parts, and I didn't notice it until like probably the second or third time I watched that film <laughs> was the color of, like of his hands, the tan, like the fake tan. No. Have you seen it? No. Dude, watch the movie again and look out for it. Like, it's those little details that I was like... Yeah, and nice. the little details, like little fun little moments, but there's no weight to the film. Um, so... To, in who? Like, I mean, what do you mean? Like, I felt I didn't like, feel like there were any stakes. I didn't... Like, ca- I didn't feel like Sam Rockwell necessarily was frightening, I suppose, but I, I didn't think you were supposed to. 
Um, Mickey Rourke was kind of frightening. I thought Mickey but, Rourke was fairly frightening. But I wasn't frightened of him. I felt like everyone else was frightened of him, but I wasn't frightened of him. I didn't feel like Tony had anything to gain or lose. I didn't feel like... I, I sort of felt like... The, the movie just felt like, honestly, hey, all us actors who like each other get to get back together and, and kind of jazz around and have a little good, bit of a good time, make a little action film. And, you know, I, I just felt like it, it was a misstep in a lot of ways. But he's capable. And I, I, I have to admit, I haven't seen Zathura. Oh, that's a good movie. Um, I enjoy that film. Which is another one of his films. And I loved Elf. Which is a film that he did as well. Also cute. So, given that I think that Iron Man two is a C C plus of a film, Iron Man one is a groundbreakingly changed the superhero genre movie. Um, and Elf is was such a surprise. Um, sure, I think Favreau could do it. I would watch it. Um, Whedon. Again, he's busy. He, he's busy. He could he could write it. I mean, that's the thing. I feel like he's got the repartee, um, but his repartee is very weird. Yeah, it's very specific. And I don't know as much as I love Joss Whedon. I don't know that I want that in Star Wars. Yeah, it's it's you know what it is, is everything he's ever done. Everything has an element of snark. Yes. The the every the characters all seem they're not and i this is a quote it's not my own quote somebody else said it but it's not that they're winking at the camera but you think they might <laughs> okay you know that's interesting way of putting it that's that, that that's certainly they take it seriously they take the, the stakes are huge they take themselves seriously but there's always they're never breaking the fourth wall never but you get the sense that maybe they know that's there hmm they're, they what Whedon does is characters who do things and then do self commentary. I that's, guess so. Yeah. They they that's that's his charm. That's that's what he does so very very well. Um, I don't think that he's earnest enough. Huh. You know, I think that he might be too clever. <laughs> he's a little too clever. Which is you know, and maybe I want him to be doing what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, I think I think what he's doing is right. Um, I, I guess I feel like his that quality occurs to me as more translatable in a uh, superhero comic uh, place yeah. than in a Star Wars place. Yeah, I mean, I ultimately I want a feeling of continuity. Yes. Ultimately, I want as episode seven, eight, and nine to feel not only like extensions of four, five, and six, but extensions of the prequels. I want when it's all done, maybe. To be able to watch all nine movies in a row and go, what a payoff! That 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 would be great. Yeah, that's a that's a a huge challenge, and hopefully we get somebody in there who feels about the Star Wars saga the way that I do. That that go, they revere four, five, and six, but they look at one, two, and three, and they love them because they love Star Wars, and they see the positives in them. They see. I see some of the positives. They see. They see Darth Maul. They see the extension of the universe, the size of the universe. They see, you know, the the fall of Anakin Skywalker and the the relationship between him and Obi Wan. They, they see yeah. the positives there, but they also see the problems in a big bad fucking way. Yeah. And they and they are able to. Now. They, yeah, that's why. Like I said, like that's what I liked about John Favreau because it was like you've got this guy who I think would be a fanboy in the sense that I think he would have love 
for the yeah. the I, uh, the franchise for Star Wars and would be able to have such love for it like and, but a, like a little bit more tempered like be able to love it and and see the good parts in one, two, and three, like as I see some of those, I see some of the good parts. Yeah. And I can enjoy the films. Like I just wouldn't choose it over what I know to be better. See, and people right? are people are saying and it's like, but I I want someone who's gonna not just be so dedicated, like that they can't see the bad, like the way I can sometimes be about Star Trek. You know what I mean? Like I want them, I want it to be a little bit more objective to not make those same mistakes. And people are saying like Christopher Nolan. I'm going no, 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 no. I don't want okay, Shia LaBeouf. I don't want I don't want a Christopher Nolan Star Wars film. I want more Christopher Nolan films. I love Christopher Nolan films, but I don't want Star Wars to resemble Inception. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't want them to be that weighty. Yeah, no, that's too weighty. Like you have to like I feel like Star Wars the perfect balance for Star Wars is weight plus fun. Plus fun. Yeah. Exactly. Like and they're equal parts, honestly. Like I wouldn't say one wins out over the other. You know who's uh, who evidently is not doing it, but I thought should another person. Have you seen X Men First Class? Yes. And kick a- and kick ass. Mm-hmm. Same director. Okay. I think I think I think they're both uh, Brian K. Vaughn. Um, but that is the perfect sense of especially X Men First Class. Yeah. There's a little bit of snark. There's a little bit of fun. Yep. There's a lot of laughs. There's a lot of weight. Yep. When it's serious, it's dead fucking serious. Yep. When it's funny, it's hilarious. Yeah. But and, and that, it's and it's those connections that are forged through the humor and 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 the you know, the, the relationships that make it honestly yeah. more weighty when it's fucking weighty because that stuff's behind it. Yeah. So like that yes, that vibe is right. Like because we feel that that connection between, you know, Magneto yeah. and Charles. Yeah. And it's that's what makes it so compelling when they're when they're kind of on the same side but they're not really on the same side and like shit gets fucked up at the end, you know what I mean? And you're like, "Oh." But it's because of what they've built through the rest of that film between them where you're like, "That's why you feel that way." Cuz like you get how they're totally like buds and close and important to each other. So I love that. So yes, it's that. It's that that balance that I want to see. So um I I think this would be a great forum. I know that this is a Star Trek podcast. Um, for those of you who are Star Trek fans who are not Star Wars fans and don't care, um, I apologize. Sorry. And I apologize in advance because I feel like Pop-Off, um, which is kind of on a hiatus right now so I figure out what I'm doing with the fucking show. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Pop-Off uh, will always be focused on something else and people will be checking in for the series. So I feel like Trek off is really the best place to touch in from time to time on star Wars news. So as stuff develops, I feel like this would be the place to discuss it. Um, so we will continue occasionally to discuss, stuff. to discuss uh, star Wars because they're going to be frankly, a lot more star Wars news than star Trek news in the coming years. We have one movie coming out with star uh, star Trek and it's not, you know, we are now with star Wars where we were when we very, very first heard that J.J. Abrams was, you know, taking it over. Um, that being said, this is Star Trek podcast. <laughs> Let's talk Star Trek. Star Trek. Well, so I have. A, here's the thing. All right. Speaking of Star Trek. Well, speaking of Star Trek, for the next ten minutes. Okay. Well, so this is perfect because it's it's little. I'm try. I feel like I need like a title because I'm I'm now that my friend is having these twins and I'm responsible for their 
Star Trekation. Yes. Uh, I and it's not just theirs. Like I feel like I'm responsible for Mr. A's. Like I'm I'm showing it to him. Um, I'm responsible for my niece and showing it to her. And the hundreds of fans that we have here. And the hundreds of fans we have here. But that's that's less of me. I by the way, I don't care about all those hundreds of fans. You listening? You're the one I care about. <laughs> you know who you are. You're the one. <laughs> You're the one. And we are going to get back to listening to emails and stuff. The fact is we've just been so infrequent. So after a couple of weeks, uh, we were talking tonight about some real possibilities for future stuff. I can't wait to talk to you guys about it. But we talked earlier about a big idea about what we could do. He does this shit. I'm sorry. But did we not? Did we not have a... We did. He's not wrong. Um, But you know know why I I talk about it the way? Because I'm not... Sure. I know. I get it. I do. Then why do you even put it out there, man? You do that shit. Well, hey, listen. If you like what we're doing, (laughs) then give us five stars on iTunes. Please, listen. Even if you don't feel like telling your friends, and I do want you to tell your friends, what a great Christmas present it would be to go, hey, (laughs) you know what they got? They got this podcast. And you're a Star Trek fan. You'll love it. But at the very least, if you're listening on your iPod or on your iPhone, or you're listening on your computer on iTunes, or even if you can just go do that, um, give us five stars on there because it'll help other people find us. And that's important. All right, go on. So I, I want for my birthday slash Christmas present. Happy birthday. Stop it. <laughs> um, which I usually don't allow. I will have you know because parents try to get away with that shit all the time. And they're like, oh, well, it's only five days before. So it's, just, it's for both. Fuck you. What if my birthday was in July? Anyway. Um, I, I'm like, what would that title be? Like, what should my, like, do I, what do I call them? Right? Like, it's easy with Star Wars. You get to call them, you get to call them, you know, fucking, what is, what are the, Padawan? What is it called? I forget. Oh, Padawan Learners? Padawan Learners. Like, there's what like do you want to call them? But like, what cadets. would I call them? They'd be cadets. They'd all be cadets? Sure. Would they be that? I think they'd be in Starfleet. Well, then what would my title be? Would I just be an instructor? Oh, you'd be an admiral. An admiral? And you know what? Your cadets. Admiral of Learning. Uh, you're the Admiral of Learning, and your cadets are Red Squad. Because <laughs> I really want to do this, to be clear. Like, because I've never had this. Red experience. Squad is a piece of shit. I was thinking about these the other day. What a piece of shit Red Squad is. Why would you do that? Because we've only seen Red Squad twice. I know. And you said both times they did some <laughs> fucked up shit. It's like, like, like. You know what? You know what? No. My squad is going to be Blue Squad. Blue Squad? Blue Squad. Pink Squad. Well, what if one? But what if one of them's a boy? That's weird for him, isn't it? All right, um, blue. But blue is all sciency. Gold squad. Gold squad. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Would they all be red shirts? Is that because that's where we all start, isn't it? No, that's where many people end. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, isn't that the hierarchy? I don't think there's a hierarchy, so to speak. Sure, there is. No, I think there there are ensigns in all of them. There. admirals in all of them yeah yeah or at least at the very least like commanders in all of them certainly on next gen everybody was a commander yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's true it's funny because it's true by the by the end of the movie it's like everybody's commander i'm just saying like because another shitty thing about voyager i'll give you that 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 there's still an ensign kim after seven years poor fucking ensign poor fucking ensign kim gets no respect um because being that they're going to be little children that, that I'm going to foster into Star Trekness, like I want them to have like little outfits. I want to take them to class. I, f- I know this is horribly geeky, but I well, totally you know want to what? do this. Then just call them ensigns. If so you they'll want. be ensigns? Yeah, instead of Padawans, okay. ensigns. 
So like they get to be ensigns, like <gasps> they get to skip cadet. What? No, 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 no. Yeah, they're ensigns. They're okay. Ca- they're they're cadets until they finish uh, the original series. Oh, oh cool! Well, I love you're going with this. Okay. And then when they finish uh, next gen, they're lieutenants. And then when they finish when they finish uh, um, DS9, they're lieutenant commanders. Okay. And then when they finish Voyager, which is really hard to get through. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Uh, they're they're uh, commanders. Um, and then when they finish uh, Enterprise, they're captains. And then when they finished all of it and all the movies, they're admirals. And they only they only get to be like the president of the Federation if they also watch the animated series. I fucking love it. That's perfect. So they get, so you so so you have your you have your crew. Okay. You have your crew, but they're all different things. So so you know where they are. You go. You're still an ensign. They're almost ready to move up to lieutenant. <laughs> I want to get the little bippies. Can the you get pips, the bippies? The Can you get the little pips? I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. There's got to be a place. Uh, everything's on Amazon. Oh, so. right. <laughs> Actually, you know what else? Uh, Mr. A showed me, uh, and I was like, why did we not just buy this for me? Pictures of balls. Yes. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. Pictures. Pictures of balls. It's crazy that you just read my mind. No, motherfucker. Something way cooler. What? It was footy pajamas, wait for it, with Spock ear hood. I don't want that, but you know what I want? Ugh. Footy pajamas that are the next gen uniform. Me too. Like, that's amazing. It would be so Cause awesome. Because it zips up the front, like the first season it next gen uniform. It would be year. so awesome. Whoever makes things, who is, whoever is the maker think of geek, things. Think geek. If you're out there, think, think geek. Think geek, please. Yeah. Pretty please. Yeah, this, this has Make to happen. Me Footy pajamas that are the next gen uniform. That would be astounding. Please, because I would wear them. We should talk to Liz Burgess and and maybe everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, could she make them for us? Probably. <gasps> oh my god, that would be so cool! And then we could do an episode where we wear them. Wow, another pajama episode. Yes. Astounding. It would be so good. Um, there's so much more to talk about. Um, too yeah. much. Okay. So I think we're gonna call it quits. Okay. Well, I I I'm, I appreciate your help in my in informing of my my Star Trekation school. I'm I'm really jazzed by this. Do now. you have anything else you want to talk about in this episode of Trek Off? No, I believe we can be done then. Because I feel like there are just other cans of worms to open up. No, I know. Like that's what I'm saying. Like there's nothing else that's like some like quick slide it in kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just for a second, <laughs> just to see how it feels. <laughs> just a tip. <laughs> just a tip. <laughs> I just spilled peppers on myself. That's what you get. Um, I'm not sure why. Should we uh, should we have a dirty story at the end? Oh my! A dirty story. Here, I want you here. You have you have three minutes to tell me the story of the forgotten sexual encounter. Oh no! Between no seven of nine. No. And Odo, go. Wait, Odo? Odo. I get Odo and seven Odo. of nine. Go. Ah shit. Okay. You want a place where they um, are? Let me give you a place. Yeah, yeah. You gotta give me a, where. How are they gonna hook up? They happen to be in the Star Wars universe, and they're on Hoth. Go. They happen to be in the Star <laughs> Wars universe, and they're on Hoth. Couldn't you at least keep them in the same universe? And no, they're like I, on some weird frozen planet. Fine. They're on the the frozen planet. They're they're, they're on the moon of Vulcan that that Kirk. That's is what on. I was only thinking of. Oh my god. You know that place that's just like Hoth. That's just like Hoth. <laughs> But different, <laughs> you know that place that randomly Spock from the future 
and Kirk. Just and happen Scotty to be on. Happen to be on. At I the love same that. Time. It's so convenient. <laughs> so that planet. What was that planet called? <laughs> it was a moon of. It was just a moon of Vulcan, yeah, it, right? No, just it's. Like I, a, I think. I think that it's like coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they're on the moon. So the scenario is moon of coincidence. Which is like Hoth. <laughs> Which is like Hoth. <laughs> seven of nine. <laughs> With seven of nine. And, and Odo. Odo. You're three minutes go. Three minutes go. Okay. Well, then I guess would they crash land there? Is that what happened? They both happened because it's okay. Because it's should we do? Should we do radio? Should we do like theater here? I'll be Odo. You be seven of nine. <laughs> Let's switch it around. You be Odo, and I'll be seven of nine. No, I want to be seven of nine. Everybody wants to be seven of nine. All right, go ahead. Hot. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I was told by the narrators a second ago that we have to have sex here. <laughs> I don't know why we would do that. Well. It's not an efficient use of our time. The story kind of demands. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. Let's get on with it then. Well, can't we talk about it? For, I mean, I, I, I don't see why that's necessary. I'm gruff, but I have feelings underneath. <laughs> Uh, that's sort of my whole thing. <laughs> like, like I'm all like mean and sarcastic, but but inside uh, I have a heart of gold. But then when when nobody's looking <laughs> and the camera can see me, I make a sad face. <laughs> have you seen how, how 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 sunken my eyes are? It makes me look weepy. <laughs> I could turn my hand into a penis. <laughs> You know that if that ever happened, they seriously they had the freakiest sex ever, right? Because she's like got implants, and he. Can well, yes, she does, but she also has Borg implants. <laughs> I turn my other hand into a penis too. Listen, if you get tired, I can turn one hand into a vagina. <laughs> it's amazing. What would be the? Po- so wait, let me ask you this then, on a tangent, tangentially, does that mean? Wait for it. That Odo. Oh, no. Wait. That Odo could pleasure himself in that fashion? No, I don't really feel anything. <laughs> that he could like make a vag Except sadness. and a penis and stick it in there and then like get off? Except sadness. I feel sadness sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, those are my feelings. It's sort of annoyance and sadness. <laughs> longing. Oh, yeah. Longing. longing. Yeah, no, longing. longing. Don't forget longing. So we're supposed to have sex, Seven. <laughs> Why do you keep laughing? That's not an efficient use of your time. Seven, come on. Very well. Remove your clothing. I don't have any clothes, Seven. That's also my thing. It's like my clothes are part of me. <laughs> really? Then perhaps you should remove my clothing. Why? I'm really my new understanding at, is I'm really new at this. I've only been with Kira and she's like an, she's like more of an icicle <laughs> this planet. Than you are. <laughs> like really, there's compared to her, this planet's like Risa. <laughs> <laughs> Like, seriously. <laughs> Can I tell you something else? Hate her fucking nose. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. What happens to you sometimes, dude? Seriously. <laughs> I hate her. I'm just saying. Fucking nose. <laughs> I hate her. It's just... So much hate. I believe that in your watching. Of Hello, I'm Odo. I don't watch things. I'm just Odo. 
<laughs> that, that you think there's hate behind everybody because <laughs> you're a hater. Laura, I hate Quark. <laughs> but only because but, I secretly love him. Only because I secretly love him, exactly. Sometimes when he's sleeping, I turn myself into his sheets and I give him a box. <laughs> I believe that happens. I, well, it's just, you know, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> Like I, I give him a hard, I, so justice is my whole thing. I give him a hard time. I figure the only thing fair to do is, you know, rub, rub one out. <laughs> <laughs> Just my, hey, Seven, are we going to have sex here or what? What's the, what's the plan here? Yes, we are. Good. You start. <laughs> you Look, do you, you consider yourself an advanced creature? Seven? I do. I don't have genitals. Go. <laughs> but you can shapeshift into anything, correct? Well, but, you know, justice, please me. I don't have any pleasure centers. Go. Then why are we having sex? Narrator said we had to. From this podcast. In the past. In the past. <laughs> In the past. <laughs> I was listening to it. <laughs> and do you always do what podcasts tell you to do? Well, I don't really technically have ears. How do you hear things? That's a really good question. <laughs> there was an episode where somebody punched me in the face and it knocked me out. Weird. <laughs> like, really? How does that happen? <laughs> I never thought about that before. How does that happen? <laughs> like, seriously. Does that mean if I were to knee you in the genitals, since you don't actually have genitals, they would Try. have no <laughs> effect? Let's do it. <laughs> I like how them having sex turns into this. Seven of nine would just knee him in the genitals. That's what would happen. And there we have it. <laughs> well, I'm not done. I like being Odo. I got a little, little Odo found a little coke. Knee <laughs> <laughs> me there again. Do it again, Seven. <laughs> Very well. Ow. Yeah. You like it like that? I kind of felt something there. Yes. One more time. All right. Wow. <laughs> You're a strange being. <laughs> and that's trick off the <laughs> And scene. And scene. <laughs> Except that I was breaking the whole time. Was that amazing. was the most ridiculous <laughs> fucking Odo ever. <laughs> I think we did make do this all the time. This is great. Oh, no. A scene at the <laughs> end of every A scene at the end of every episode. <laughs> right. My name's Justin. And my name's Alexia. <laughs> trick off. Trick off, bitches. You are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at geeksradio.com, home of Trek Off, the Not Safe for Work Star Trek podcast, Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture, Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper, Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy, and Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to Geeks Radio radio.com or searching geeks radio on itunes geeks radio is a presentation of endlight entertainment